Hello and welcome back to the Hosting Masterclass podcast. I am Sarah Andrews and I am a scientist and a designer, a stylist, a teacher, sort of a podcaster and also very grateful that you're here joining us today. In this podcast, we lift the curtain on our school and community where I interview the people that I've taught and also the people that teach me. In this episode, it's a part two of a very special series where three of our new graduates interview me on their burning questions. This is a wonderful episode that might help you guys out there who haven't done the class but are either interested in starting on a hosting career or are currently hosting and are looking for a few nuggets of wisdom to help you along the way. Joining us, if you don't remember from last time or you're just checking in now, we have Stacey, Kate and Susie, beautiful, wonderful people, all based in South Australia. And of course, we will link their properties and their Instagrams in the show notes so you can chat with them, follow them, support them too on their hosting journey. So time to dive back in. To begin with, I asked each of the ladies why, why it was they had come to study with me and why it was they were, you know, embarking on this hosting journey. Each one of them had such beautiful answers. So let's hear from them. I was thinking about this on the drive on the way down. For me, it's like a, I'd gone through a really tough time and I'd had a lot of support from my family and friends, but I'd probably lost myself a little bit mm-hmm. in the few years before I came to, to the Melbourne course. And yeah, so doing that, you helped me find that little sort of spark again to go back to what I, I knew I'd always wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I'd lost a bit of confidence to do it, so... Yeah. yeah, so that's what it did for me. And then all the women and a couple of men too, on my course, <laughs> that came in around that. Yes, and I think because there's a lot of similar stories with, you know, various different reasons. Yeah. I agree with Susie. I think it lights this fire within you. Like you have, it's, it's like a spark initially. And I yeah. think when you do the course, it lights this inner fire. And then you just have this belief that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you just want to take it on and create it because you are creating something pretty amazing. So, yeah, you you give, I think you really inspire all of us to be able to do that and that belief within ourselves as well. Perhaps it's something like more of a vehicle to move to something that's more authentic to you, Mm -hmm. something like that. It's not just about like... You know, I always get ad targeted with like these cheesy Airbnb classes and like drive your revenue off and like, you know, all of that kind of cheesy stuff. And it really turns me off. And that's not what we do, I think. But we're all so much more successful than those people who are just playing the property game with the numbers and trying to get as many hits as possible. Yeah. I like when I, when I was younger, I used to do art photography like I was a really creative person and then you know life happens and you've got bills and you know you get into routine and get the job and I just it was like that part of me was dormant and closed and then going to captain's rest and being there that's when light bulb moment I was like I've got to do this course Mm. and then just my family were just like what's come over you I was just (laughs) 
like chattering away I've got all these ideas I just tapped into this place in me that I forgot existed and I had so many ideas it was like pages and pages like writing I did it over the summer break and it was just I don't know it felt alive yeah it was amazing that's how I feel doing the farm now I dream about it at night I'm so excited about it and it's essentially I'm getting to create my own perfect world that I've always dreamed of yeah and make it real and then also share it and, and see other people's excitement and love for it. And then also it's my business, so it's supporting me as well. So, like, there's just these three amazing things going on that everyone's looking for, yeah. which is amazing. We've had so many students come and do the class and then not do hosting because they've learnt about it and it's taken them on a different path. Like, Amanda, she came for hosting, but then she started her room perfume business she was more inspired by that and then we've had you know scout and bird who's a vintage online dealer she found her inspiration was in that wasn't in spaces it was in things so there's all these beautiful people who have come through and found a thread there that's for them which is beautiful can i just say something just as a fellow student i don't know how susie feels but seeing Stacey go through that process like witness her finding the property and then distilling her story and creating that for us to be on the sidelines of that was pretty amazing thanks guys (laughs) thanks that means a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was pretty yeah bought the property and I think I bought it and we'd only just started talking hadn't we and then I went through the whole process and I was like what do you think about this <laughs> even my, like when I read it out to my family they were like where did that come from I'm like I don't know but I feel great <laughs> do you feel like I was saying to them though that actually came from you because I know you talk about it too you go back to your childhood um, mm-hmm. with one of these things and you know I think you were saying to me the other day about you always want to do the rose garden and yeah. I remember my mum and dad built their own house and Dad built his own boat and mum made clothes and knitted for us. And I sort of really enjoyed that and I was like that. But as your life gets busy, you lose sight of that a little bit. And I think you help bring people back to that. I feel like what we do in the Hosting Masterclass is exactly what hosting did for me. It gave me back to myself. It gave me the opportunity to firstly create the perfect world for myself in Captain's Rest, the expression of what was inside of me, outside of me, and then it gave me the tool to share it with other people, make an income so I could go off and and do the things that mattered to me. So, you know, all of these students coming through now, following in my footsteps, it gives it to them too. And for each one of them, it's so different what that looks and feels like for them and what they choose to do with their life post you know studying with us and hosting but there's this this genuine authentic sense of purpose and you know life isn't perfect for me and I'm not sure it's perfect for anyone listening but I don't have that many bad days anymore and I know a lot of students who study with us feel the same. Yeah, it's like, I remember reading somewhere, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's never lose that curiosity and that sense of wonder about the world. And I think that when we're stuck in an office or 
doing a job we're not really that passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved being a scientist, but I didn't really, I wasn't so passionate about the tunnel we were building or like, you know, didn't feel important to me. But when we can do this as our art, it's, I don't know, it just yeah. brings everything together. It's amazing. Yeah. But my question for you all was two things that got you to this pace in your life right now. Maybe start with Susie. So I think the first thing was going through perhaps what, you know, at the time I thought was a negative thing, which was my marriage breakup. But I have probably been in that, like a little bit unhappy in that time. So try and trim it down. But I think this is a lot of people's stories too. Yeah, mine too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went and stayed at My Sister in the Sea. And just because their space appealed to me and I hadn't seen anybody else doing anything like that. And it brought me back to staying at my uncle's shack in Port Lincoln and all of that sort of thing. So, yeah, it was wonderful to go there. And I knew from following them on Insta that they'd been to your course. And I thought, I can do that. So they actually helped a little bit give me the confidence. And Molly was there as well. And, yeah, and we came along to Melbourne. And really, that was, yeah, yeah, um, what started it all for me. It's so, amazing how spaces inspire us. Yeah. Like, I stayed at a castle in Scotland two years ago before the pandemic and the, the space itself and the family who owned it inspired me so much more than anything I can remember the way that the community they made their own community and the joy and the love and like I'd never experienced a space that changed me the way that space did so it's beautiful that their space could do that for you the healing space it was yes yeah, yeah. definitely beautiful and then I think the second thing probably is that I, I actually am from Air Peninsula, but I moved to the Barossa and started my family there, so I've lived there a long time. And I have a wonderful job there in the wine industry. And just the whole area, the whole community is just gorgeous. When my marriage broke up, I went back down into Adelaide and lived, which was great, and we built our own little cocoon. But I always wanted to move back to the Barossa. And, yeah. and I just knew as soon as I bought this place that I found with, with the barns and just even driving back and forth from work. Now, every day I want to pull over, like sometimes I'm late for work. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bosses. <laughs> but it's because on the way I just see, you know, all the beauty and I want to pull over and take a photo. I go past horses and cows and gum trees and, yeah, I just want to share that with other people, So, which is all part of community too. So I want other people to come and share our community. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm coming. I love the wine there. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Sorry, just need to clarify. I'm not that good at podcasting yet. The you I'm asking is Stacey. Okay, so as I said earlier, when I was younger, I was really creative and I kind of just stopped and I don't know if anyone's seen the show Six Feet Under but there's a character in it Nate who's I can't remember what he's doing for work but he ends up quitting and he goes and works at like a dog parlor (laughs) and it was basically like really speaking about if you hate your life you're in control change Mm -hmm. it and for a long time I've been thinking What am I going to do? You know, I'm mid-30s now. I'm not loving the path that I'm on. I'm by myself. I don't enjoy my job. There's no passion in my life. What am I going to do? So 
went and stayed at Captain's Rest and I've always wanted to work with my sister and do something. We've always said we want to do something to do with houses. So we looked at her husband's a builder. So we looked at flipping houses. I went and spoke to a few real estate agents about the people that they get into style and just none of it was really calling to me. And I guess we spoke about it and thought about it a bit more and spaces are really sentimental to both of us. We've grown up really appreciating home and making a surrounds that's comfortable and people come over and they're wow and they feel welcome. And yeah, so here I am <laughs> making a dream come true with my sister, which is really lovely and yeah. special. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Same, similar story almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I love Six Feet Under. That was yeah. one of my favourite shows. <laughs> I might have to start watching. Yeah, oh, it's good. really, really good. I'm looking for a new show right now. I think that is perfect. Mm. We, both you were crying. <laughs> <laughs> make me cry. I don't know how it happens, but <laughs> usually tears come up at some point when, you know, our community gets together. So bear with us and finally passing the question over to Kate. So I've had a very adventurous life and lived in a lot of different places, including abroad for an extended period of time. So for me, I think it's always been in me. I love home. I love creating home and making a place that feels warm and inviting. And I think because I have moved so much, that was the one consistent for me. I really loved always creating home and that sense of place and a place where you feel really at ease for me was always something that's been really important. I've always loved dabbling in design. I've always had a bit of a thing, a deep, deep love for historic homes. And it, hosting's always been kind of on my radar and we moved back to Australia about five years ago and we'd always, I'm always looking for another sort of project to tackle, whether it's our own personal home or something else. And I knew the very moment that I walked through the doors at the Inkwell that there was something there yeah. and that that space was just calling for me. Yeah. I just felt it as soon as I walked through the door and I said to my husband, I think we need to do this. So it's been sitting there as a long-term rental for a little while and I've had some time to kind of distill my thoughts and then do the course as well, which was really helpful because I feel like it helped tap into that space in a really nice way and uncover part of myself but also really dive deep into the story and learn a lot about the history of the building and the city itself. I'm really excited about bringing life back there and it's definitely a city that, or a town of Adelaide that's in transition, I think, and it's calling for it as well. So, yeah, and for me personally, I think I've got two young kids and a family, so this is something that is just mine in some ways and it's my project and I'm really passionate about it and I can't wait for people to come and stay and to share oh. it. So I can't yeah. stay with you next. <laughs> <laughs> I love it here too. You might need to give me a bit more time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. One, do either of you or 
And if you have one routine you do every day that helps you, you can say pass if you don't. Like with the project or oh, in life? In just life. randomly? In life. Yes. <laughs> We're going to link all these in the show notes. So if there's like a book or something that you do. Like for me, I walk every morning and that helps me clear my head. And like it, it's sort of meditation because I can't sit still enough for actual meditation. So it's just yeah. a walk in the morning. I do. So every morning my alarm goes off or so actually I usually wake 10 minutes before my alarm and I go to the kitchen and I put on my percolator and I make <laughs> coffee and I get into bed and I spend about 45 minutes drinking my coffee through a straw if anyone else whitens their teeth that's my hot tip and I drink my coffee through my straw and that's my quiet time is the best time of day my bedroom window looks outside and I can see the sun coming up and the colors change in the Mm. sky and the birds and yeah that's just my time so nice I do that on the couch that's why I get to wake up so early because I have that and the sun comes up and then I get to walk so I have this like extended me time yeah that's lovely yeah do either of you have a routine that helps you I'm a walker as well like you are Sarah so for me that's something that really grounds me and it's just something that brings me back into my mind and body I do have another random one (laughs) share it (laughs) as many things as possible to help Um, well health and wellness is also another interest of mine so I when I clean my teeth each day I scrape my tongue with one of those tongue scrapers I know that's right my sister does that she swears yeah I know what it does it's something there is something about it yeah I I got I bought one but I left it behind when I was traveling once in I never bought another one. Maybe I'll have to go. Okay. It's, I don't okay. know. It's very random, but it's one thing that if I don't do it every morning, every night, I don't feel right. Mm. I just want to say, whatever Stacey and Kate are doing, <laughs> people take their advice. They are two of the most driven, organized women and loveliest women I know. And like... Kate just moved into her house and she invited us oh. over and everything was unpacked and perfect. Oh my goodness. I've been in my house for a year and I'm still dodging boxes. So <laughs> yeah, maybe no. don't take my advice. But the only reason I have my house is because of Susie. Yeah. So <laughs> Su- Susie, I moved to the Barossa before Christmas and I want, there's something about the Barossa which Susie has touched on already. It's a very, very special place and I first visited there, I don't know, maybe or 18 years ago maybe and there was something about it then that drew me in and been in Adelaide for five years and always wanted to move that way and I was having all kinds of trouble and Susie connected me with an agent up there and I called her that day and I said this is what I'm looking for and she had the right listing like she it wasn't even really a listing it was off market it was a bit of a fluke it was but it's all because of Susie oh my gosh I love what a community you guys are already and like you've you've been doing it for nine months or you many years (laughs) one thing that inspires you one thing one person one resource one book anything like something that you can share that other people might find inspiration into well, I actually met a lovely lady when I went to Melbourne, who's Jess Belief. She was a stylist and mm-hmm. that hosted Masterclass, and she has a beautiful book called The Individual, or just Individual, it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you're in that. Yeah. Captain's Rest is in there. And I just love, like, no matter how many times I pick that book up, 
I see something different. So for me, from a perspective of hosting and this journey, I'd say Jess Palef has been beautiful, inspirational. I love her and her book. Yeah. I want her to write more. Everything she does is great. What about you, Kate? So for me, I don't think it's necessarily a person, but it's slowing down enough to pay attention to small details. And that can be in nature, or for me, a lot of times that's history driven as well. So those tiny architectural details in a building, it's just slowing down just to notice those things enough and then taking in that joy and that beauty and remembering it and then being able to infuse your own life with a little bit of that each day. I love that. Right, you, Stacey? Oh, mine's going to be a bit left of field. <laughs> Daniel Johns from Silverchair. Oh. And anyone that knows me that listens to this is going to be laughing right now. But so I'm quite, I've been obsessed since I was a little girl. He is a very inspiring person. He just does him. Yeah. And doesn't care what anyone else thinks and doesn't care how it's going to be received. He just does his art yeah. and people end up loving it but I just think he's a genius and I agree I listen yeah. to an amazing podcast called who is Daniel Jones yep. it's on Spotify <laughs> yep. and it's three parts I think yeah and so inspiring like it basically in his voice his journey amazing yeah amazing nervous introverted person full of fear and self-doubt like all of us mm-hmm. and it was really cool to see him feel all of his fears and self-doubts and he's just like one of the most talented musicians in the world yeah so yeah that was amazing to listen to that yeah he's just brought out a new album as well and it's (laughs) really different and he wasn't sure how it was going to be received he produced it he put out everything and yeah it's really taken off and i just he's been in hiding because he's so emotional and damaged from what's happened and I think you guys should lean in and give yourselves a round of applause because I feel like we did a really good job. I can't wait to do um, episodes two and three with you guys. I cannot wait because I know that you're all full of, you know, fears now and self-doubt because everybody is. I haven't had a single student who hasn't felt this way. I feel this way every time I do anything. Just You get better at knowing that's just how it feels. Mm. It's that uh, sitting in that uncertainty and that discomfort, I think, is the hard, like, that's the hard part. Yeah. 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 And then that questioning, like you said before, about is this all going to be okay? Like, Mm. you know, yeah. Yeah. We, so my sister found out she was pregnant, like, straight after we bought the house. And Mm. then I'm now pregnant. These are two spanners we were not expecting. (laughs) And now we're like, oh, gosh, (laughs) how are we going to do this? (laughs) I think it's like the perfect job for a new mum, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like, whew, like choose your own hours. Yeah. Remote. Like yeah. it's perfect for you. I think it's all happened for a reason actually. Yeah. yeah. And like, Susie and I have talked about the creative fire that comes after you have a baby. Yeah. You'll be unstoppable. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you, you're such you a like stuff on channel. Yeah. You'll have all that energy to channel in I hope so. Yeah. 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 My partner gave me a beautiful piece of advice when I was writing my book because I was so frightened about writing a book because I know that the students and the community are going to embrace it and make me feel like it was good even though it was bad. But I was frightened about the wider world, you know, who don't know me. She said to put up a mood board in front of my writing desk. So I made like a desk in a dark room in my house, 
of what my life was going to look like once the, I'd finished writing the book and it was oh. out and successful. So I put like me and her in a cabin and some dogs and like we're smiling and everything's fine. Yeah. So when I felt frightened, I'd just look at the mood board of what life was going to look like once the book was finished. Lovely. And it wasn't anything to do with the book. It was just like, this is your future in a year's Mm -hmm. time, and the book will be out, and you'll and we'll be doing different things and everything. Love that. Girls will send each other hours next week. (laughs) And it's not like a vision board. It wasn't anything to do with the book. That's beautiful. But it was just it just helped me focus on the future and not yeah. and it got me out of my head mm. of fear running yeah. in that moment that's yeah. like such loving advice though yeah. like that's yeah. beautiful yeah yeah well i thought it was nice crazy thing. but i did it like this is really yeah. helpful <laughs> so my ritual yeah like, that's what's a yours? my ritual because i sort of passed it on to the girls and said yeah. do whatever they're doing but i guess what i do maybe i do contribute to life somehow but <laughs> mine is do. that i i um go and have a chat so i get to work i finish some emails and my reward for finishing my emails is to go down to the back office where there's three lovely co-workers and i sit i probably annoy the heck out of them they're probably trying to work but i sit in the sun their chairs the little guest chairs the sun comes through the window so i sit there and i have a chat with all three of them and you know, it is work. It's a lot of work, but it's also other things that we chat about. Um, and then I'll go back and do a bit, little bit more work, and I'll go I and need... have a chat with someone in the lunchroom, or go and have a chat with someone at the door. And so I... I guess that's my ritual: is having little chats throughout the day. I yeah. need something to make me look forward to finishing emails that's not food related. <laughs> I'm always like, when I finish these emails, I can have another coffee yeah, or yeah, some chocolate because yeah. I hate doing emails. But yeah, oh, I think being older it's hard to make new friends you know like how do you make new friends when you're older and I feel that this community and this class that's been it that's how I feel too and it's been lovely yeah yeah I love hanging out with anyone from the class or in the community and then when I go outside that I always feel a bit awkward and it's always a friend wherever you go meet up with somebody the reunions have been great like And we're like-minded. Yes. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it just makes conversation. You know, we've got things in common, and it's it's beautiful. And I think it's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final off-the-record questions for me? And that, dear listeners, is where I will leave you. I think we'd completely forgot that we were on microphone from that point and I gosh I must have spoken for another couple of hours at least while everything was still running. It is so magnetic when we all get together um, and just thank you so much for joining us Stacy, Kate and Susie and sharing your questions and your lives with me and with all of us and we'll see you next episode.